Welcome to Lymphedema Podcast. I'm Betty Westbrook, a certified lymphedema therapist and the voice behind Lymphedema Podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to provide answers and explanations for people affected by the lymphatic disease, lymphedema. This podcast is for patients, family members, medical professionals, and anyone interested in lymphedema. Each month, I will discuss a new topic related to this disease to help you learn more and navigate better your journey ahead. Between shows, you can catch me on IGTV or Instagram TV, as well as monthly live Q&A sessions. I'm so passionate about teaching others about lymphedema that I created this podcast just for you. Thanks for joining me. I hope you're ready to learn something new today. Disclaimer, as a certified lymphedema therapist, all information provided is based on my professional experiences and education. I recommend that anyone who feels they have lymphedema or have been medically diagnosed with lymphedema seek in-person medical treatment from a certified lymphedema therapist. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 81 of Lymphedema Podcast. If there's another kid that's going to listen to this podcast and maybe they're kind of nervous for camp, what would you want to tell them that might encourage them or help them feel better about coming next summer? There's nothing to be scared of. It's really fun and you shouldn't be scared. I am following up with some more families and another therapist from Camp Watch Me. You heard last week from Christina, Nick, and Lauren. They were from session one. And this week you are hearing from the Super Singers and Miss Janelle. They were from Camp Session Two. So we're going to talk to Hunter first, but I'm going to let um, him introduce himself. So, hey, Hunter, welcome to the podcast. Hi, my name is Hunter. My favorite color is red, and I like dinosaurs. Super cool. Do you have a favorite dinosaur? T-Rex. Mm-hmm. I play Among Us, too. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Have you played any games um, <clears throat> with any of the kids from Camp Watch Me that you met? I don't know. Not yet. Not yet? <clears throat> we'll have to get you in touch. That would be a cool thing mm-hmm. to do. I bet some other ones play too. So um, Hunter, where is your lymphedema? I know you came um, to Camp Watch Me. Where is your lymphedema located? In my left leg. Nice. And were you nervous for camp before you got there? No. No? Were you excited? Yeah. Yeah. What were you excited about? To meet other people with lymphedema. That's cool. Um, Before you had come to camp, other than your dad, had you met anyone else with lymphedema? I guess in your grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa and adults, but no other kids. No other kids. And what was it like for you when you met another kid with lymphedema? A new experience to meet other people except for grown-ups with lymphedema. Was it kind of cool to see some other kids wearing garments and you didn't have to explain yourself or, you know, you kind of knew what they were going through already, so you didn't have to ask them? What was it like for you to meet some of those kids? It was a new experience to meet them. Yeah. And what was your favorite activity or adventure at camp? The tubing hills was my favorite activity that I did at camp. Were you excited for it when you got there or were you nervous because it was such a tall drop? I was nervous. (laughs) I was too. (laughs) Because it was my first time. (laughs) After your first time, when you knew it was fun, how many more times did you go down the hill? I wanted to go five times. <laughs> That's cool. I Maybe went four. We'll just like let you go back to back. Maybe you can go 10 times. Ooh. Yay. Um, so Hunter, I was wondering if there's another kid that's going to listen to this podcast and maybe they're kind of nervous for camp. What would you want to tell them that might encourage them or help them feel better about coming next summer? There's nothing to be scared of. 
and it's really fun and you shouldn't be scared. So Dave and Emily, as parents, were you nervous to come to camp? I wasn't. I was excited. Um, I always thought that this disease is like uh, you learn something every time you talk to someone new or um, and meet different people and that. So you always learn every time you run into someone new with it and, and their experiences and that kind of stuff. So you were probably looking forward to just kind of, I mean, networking is kind of the, kind of the word you could use there, just like networking and brainstorming, just kind of seeing what else was going on out there. Yeah, just learning what I knew um, and what has changed over the years. Um, you know, I thought I had a good idea of what was available and then at the camp, I just realized that I didn't know all of it. Yeah. So that was the, the really neat part about it. Emily, were you nervous for camp or were you excited? Um, I was excited. Um, you know, like Dave and Hunter, we've never met. We've met lots of adults with lymphedema, but not, I've never seen a child in person with lymphedema besides Hunter. Um, so I was excited for him to have that experience, for Hunter to have that experience and for Dave to have that experience too, because growing up, you know, he's never seen another kid with lymphedema. You know, he's, his whole life, he's only seen adults with lymphedema and had that experience. So I was really excited to meet other parents um, to see what their experience has been with lymphedema. Um, so I wasn't, I was more excited than nervous. Dave, I remember, and I don't know if it was the first group meeting we had or if it was later on, but I remember you mentioning it was kind of emotional for you to see some of the other kids with lymphedema um, since you had been a child also with lymphedema. Um, what was it like for you meeting other kids with lymphedema after growing up a child suffering from lymphedema? Um, it was really interesting. Um, I've never seen uh, too many people with lymphedema in their arms. Um, so some of the kids had had that so I never really had seen that too much um and just some of the experiences that the families are going through um with getting treatment and and seeing doctors and that kind of stuff and insurance and realizing that there's a huge problem with the insurance because it's all stuff that I dealt with growing up when I'd have to go see doctors, you'd get the run around and you couldn't see this doctor because of this or that. So that's the sad part about the, the experience that it's still there that we need to change the insurance aspect of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know that's a, that's a huge struggle for so many people with lymphedema. And I don't remember, I think it was from our first group. I don't know if you guys were there for the same conversation um, that one of the parents was fighting on the phone with insurance and the lady on the phone said to the mom, well, how does your child, I think it was one of the daughters, how does your daughter have lymphedema? She's never had cancer. Mm -hmm. And the mom just was like, so sorry, but you're about to just get some dynamite in your ear, basically. <laughs> and that's just the ignorance and just the lack of education, you know, from top to bottom on the whole scale um, between physicians and medical reps and 
insurance providers, the whole whole thing is just underinformed. Um, and I think that that had to be something kind of heartbreaking for you to see that nothing there. I want, I don't want to say nothing has changed because there's so much more options out there right now for these kids. Um, but it's just not very well spoken of or parents aren't, you know, you have to really search and look for those answers. Um, but kind of seeing that they've gone through what you have already gone through. I, I know that that probably that stings a little bit deeper um, having gone through it as a kid. Yeah. You know, the, the biggest thing was the treatments have changed so much from when I was little to now there's so many more options, but the biggest kicker is still fighting the insurance with it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 30 some years later, that's still the big issue. Yeah. And that's the, the part that hurts the most and especially seeing that it's still being done to kids and it that first group meeting was really emotional for dave as well because i mean he's talked to his mom or his parents about his lymphedema but he's never been in that experience as a parent hearing how other parents are dealing with lymphedema you know We've, we talked to Dave's parents about it and what they did. Um, but again, that was 40 some years ago. It was a long time ago and they didn't have a lot of um, resources, I guess, to deal with it. And I think that was pretty emotional too, um, to have to hear the experiences his parents had to go through, um, the experiences that these parents go through and that we can relate the same way because these are experiences we've had to go through, not necessarily yet with Hunter, um, but we've been through them with Dave as an adult. And it's something we, it, it, it just kind of hit really close to home. Emily, were there conversations or discussions about um, applying what was learned at camp um, to Dave at home? Because I know that that was that was something towards the end of uh, camp, and I know Janelle's going to be really excited to talk about that too. Is you know when she got her hands on Dave and wrapped him up. Um, when did those conversations start? And and Dave, you can also speak for yourself if you want to here. Um, but I'm just wondering, like, as a therapist, it, it was unique to me to have both you and Hunter there as dad and son. Um, while we have kids who, you know, they have family members who have lymphedema, um, and I've met adults too, um, where their child was born with lymphedema later. Um, but, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but when you came to camp, you know, you like weren't garmented or in anything like that. And we've, we had heard about your struggles. You had told us and shared about all your cellulitis, um, stays and like literal near death experiences. You were so sick. I'm wondering how quickly did those conversations start of I can do something or I should maybe start thinking about some treatment. Like, what was that like for you, Emily? When did y'all kind of start having those talks? So really the only discussion we had before the camp was um, we wanted to make this an annual thing. Like if we could make this an annual trip for our family an annual camp for our family. We wanted to do that. Um, you know, when we talked about since it's paid for, we wouldn't want to ever take someone else's place and take that experience away from anyone else. So we kind of discussed how, how we can make it happen, how we could go, how we could talk to you guys about volunteering or, you know, how to be a part of this for the future. Um, I'm going to be honest, we didn't talk about anything with Dave at all, but in the back of my mind, I was hoping that he would take away something to better himself from the camp. You know, I can't, you don't change unless you want to. 
Yeah. I can, I can only say so much, you know, as husband and wife, I support Dave a hundred percent. You know, I support him in his daily struggles. We support each other. Um, but there was never really a conversation of what's going to happen for him after the camp. But in the back of my head, I was really hoping that he would take away, he would take away as much from the camp as Hunter did. As far as nutrition, as far as um, wrapping, as far as um, compliance, um, it just, you know, I think Dave had to experience that for himself. Um, it's not something we had a discussion about at all. And you can speak more to what you thought, but that's what, honestly what I was thinking before the camp was, please let him take something from this because I can't tell you what to do. <laughs> For me, um, I wanted to, to learn the raps and, and learn this and that. And what was really big was that <clears throat> you had so many different people there and so many different experiences with lymphedema that the CLTs can talk, oh, this would probably work great for you. And mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff that I had before um, really didn't work well for me. It, um, wearing wraps during the day, they'd fall down and then I'd be frustrated, wouldn't put them back on the, the daily struggle or um, having the support stocks um, stockings fall down and, um, not being able to fix them right away or in an easy manner. So just the struggles of that, um, throughout the daily stuff is what really, um, got me down about being compliant with the stuff, but now, um, after the camp, it lit a fire and made me realize that I have to be a good example for Hunter and stay up on my stuff. Otherwise, he'll see me fail and not stay compliant. And then he'll think, oh, that's okay. And with lymphedema, that's not the case. You've got to stay up on it. You have to fight. Yeah. And I got to say one of the big things too, and this is kudos to you guys, the CLTs um, and Betty, you and Brittany, nobody like shamed Dave for like, oh my God, you haven't wrapped in X amount of years. Like what's wrong with you? You haven't used your pump every night for since you got it like why what is wrong with you why aren't you like there was no shame at all everyone was super accepting and just almost like lifted him up and that's yeah we've been together for 15 years that's what he needs he needs some support system he doesn't Dave doesn't do well with like you should do this and you didn't do that and um you know shame on you for not being compliant everyone was very supportive and very understanding and um, helpful, you know, helpful in helping him understand and nobody made him feel bad for not doing what was best. Um, and it helped us a lot learning about the lymph system and, you know, not having to wear compression stockings day and night. You shouldn't be wearing the same one every day or all day, you know, and with his job, he's um, up and down and, you know, in a truck, like that just doesn't work for him. And it helped to know, I think that you can speak to that too. But one of the biggest things was that was a huge support um, for you guys to 
just kind of lift him up and help him um, understand what, what he can do instead of shaming him for what he couldn't do or wasn't doing or didn't do, you know? Yeah. And I, well, I will say, I'm glad that we weren't bullies. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on a brochure. Um, come to camp where we won't bully you. Um, but as, I mean, as a therapist, I, I'm going to, I'll be totally honest that when we met and like, after talking a little bit, um, Dave, I didn't know you before camp. I didn't know. I, I'm not, I think I knew two families cause they'd come to the first camp, but I had kind of had the same hope and thought. And I know Janelle will kind of share the same, um, that after just talking with you and hearing your story and how you've had such a struggle, um, lack of resources and information and just help that we need, you know, that you need, um, to manage the lymphedema. I know that we had the same hope that Emily did like, man, we just hope that some of this is helpful. You know, if in, in, in my, in, in like creating camp, I specifically know that I wanted the education sessions and the time with the CLTs to be that really intimate is not like candlelit spaghetti dinner in an intimate, but I mean like where you could ask whatever you wanted to ask and they weren't rushed off to the next patient or they weren't rushed off to do documentation. You know, it's that really unique experience where you get four days with a therapist that is at your disposable at any time of the day, any question you want to ask, because in therapy, um, as parents, if you're going and I know, I don't think Hunter's had to go to therapy yet. I think I don't remember us talking about that because he's very well managed right now. Um, but you know, when puberty happens, we don't know what all those hormones will do and what kind of flare-ups can come. But when you're learning about lymphedema as a parent, because your child has it, you're just trying to drink from the water hose, like the fire hydrant that's going off in your face. And you're not getting to ask too many questions. You're just trying to absorb everything. And so at camp, I did want it to be to where if you had questions, that's where you could ask them and you could say, Hey, we do this in our office. Why do we do it like this? Or I saw you doing it this way. Um, when you wrapped him, how can I help show my therapist this? So I'm glad that you felt comfortable around us. Um, but we had the same hope Emily did that. We just thought, you know, we're going to let it ride because I mean, we're lymphedema therapist. I, I can't help. I mean, I'm not even too ashamed to say that we're like, Oh, let's get our hands on Dave. Like let's help Dave. We were really excited to help you when you were ready. Um, so I'm glad that we didn't push that on you, but I know that we all really enjoyed all the questions. And it's like, every time you had a question, we were like, I just had this talk with Dave. I think he's almost ready. I think he's almost ready. Um, and I'm weirdly tearing up right now because we're just strangely passionate about lymphedema, <laughs> which is what, uh, the point of camp is. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that you did take something out of it. Um, that honestly could, it could save your life. Um, I know we've mm -hmm. talked about the cellulitis and the, um, hospitalizations before. Um, I mean, decreasing some of that volume, getting some of the fibrotic tissue softened up, all of that, um, adding in some nutrition aspects, all of that added up. I mean, you could be adding years to your life. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like overly dramatic and magical about it, but that's so cool. I think to, to know that you and Hunter had that experience and that at the right time, and in the right place, you were a little bit more open and you learned more, you know, someone took the time to kind of have those talks with you and it wasn't a finger wagging in your face type situation. It was just a, here's the information. If you want it, come get as much as you want. Cause we're happy to share it. I have to say that when Dave asked me at the campfire last night, when Dave said, I have a question do you think that you could take some measurements and wrap me? 
I felt like I won the lottery. I was so excited. I ran back to our room. I was like, I need all the bandages. Give them to me. Dave's in. <laughs> I felt like I had won the lottery. Yeah. And I, when she was like, I need Coban, show me that little foot wrapping trick. I was like, ah, yes, take all of it you want. <laughs> we yes. were all just really happy that you were ready and you felt comfortable asking. So that was something we were really happy about. Yes. Um, yes. A question that both of you can answer. Um, and I know we've kind of just talked about it a little bit here, but maybe even as a family or with Hunter's lymphedema specifically, since coming home, what changes have you guys seen or made um, from what you learned from camp? Um, so we've been just wrapping at night. Uh, you know, there's been a few nights where we just get home super late and it's like, I'm not gonna make Emily wrap me. Um, we're both tired from the day and that and um, since camp, I think I've only missed three days, uh, total with that type of stuff. Um, but other than that, it's every night it's becoming a ritual. We go and lay in bed and Emily or I will wrap Hunter and then Emily wraps my leg and, and that, so that's become more ritual for us and, and just, we, we've been bonding more about it in um, you know, having Hunter open up about it, like, Hey, is this too tight for you? Are you good with this? And, and stuff like that. And just seeing his excitement of being wrapped and, um, doing that has inspired me to stay more compliant with it and know that I'm helping him out by doing it myself. So that's been the biggest change, I think. And when we got home from camp, it was me, you know, Dave isn't at the point where he can wrap his own legs yet. Um, but I would wrap both of them. So they would both sit in bed and I would wrap both of their legs and then Dave started doing hunters and then Hunter will like, cause we do it at bedtime. So Hunter will snuggle with Dave while I do Dave's wrap and Hunter will say, um, you know, can I snuggle with daddy while you wrap him? Or, you know, we have a show we watch while we wrap both of them. And one of the rituals in the morning is um, Hunter has to wrap it, like roll up at least one of his bandages. So if, you know, when he takes them off, he has just the three, but that's one of, one of the many changes, you know, we've kind of changed our, um, diet, you know, the nutrition sessions were super helpful. Um, and another thing that was helpful with the nutrition session, I think was again, not shaming like, oh, you do this. That's so bad or you eat this, that's so bad. It was change what you can. And that's really one of the biggest things as far as nutrition goes that we took home, that we took back from camp was um, change what you can as far as nutrition wise. So, you know, we've tried the seaweed snacks and we have tried the gluten, we're trying all the different gluten-free pasta. And, you know, it was helpful for, I don't remember her name, but the nutrition session that we watched for her to be, to say like, don't go home and throw everything out, like make little changes. Like what are the little changes you can make daily? And that was super helpful because it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I have to start all over. Everything is going in the trash. We're completely starting new. It was more doable to say, okay, let's try this, or we can try this, or you know, let's pack our snacks. We've been, we have been eating at home a lot more anyway. We usually do during the summer. One of Hunter's biggest takeaways is he loves those Z bars. You have to buy Z bars now. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
those and the liquid IV, which those are good for Dave too, because he doesn't, you know, on the road, he can't drink a ton of water. So the liquid IV is good for him because he can get the hydration he needs without having to stop and use the restroom and multiple times a day. Yeah. I think something from, so it's uh, Dr. Melissa Gallagher Mm -hmm. um, who did our nutrition. Um, and something I remember from hers and this might've been out of the kids session. I don't remember, uh, cause I haven't seen it in a while, but she talked about, um, citrus fruit and how citrus fruit is really good at anti-inflammatory, but also, um, like immune building. And so like lemon water or for a bit, I was doing like orange slices in my water and things like that. And that was something for me that I was like, Oh, you know, I can help because yeah, like you know, I don't have lymphedema necessarily, but I do get a little inflammation from some of the junk food I was eating. And then also just immunity building with some citrus was helpful. So that was one thing that I remember I added, um, after watching her session the first time, and then some like things to filter out for like inflammatory reasons. Um, so I'm glad that you guys have been able to make some of those small changes because just like with bandaging, I think you do, you do what you can with what you know. And then when you know more, you can do more and you can add a little bit more each time until you get to um, a healthy place or like a better place or whatever that place, like however you want to label it. Um, every time we learn something, it's just up to us to take what we've learned and apply it um, in our lifestyle. So mm -hmm. I think that's really great. I'm glad that you guys um, took some away from the nutrition as well. Uh, I know that was a really big thing that I felt um, really passionate about having. I mean, the education for lymphedema was really important to me, um, but nutrition and the lip sync battle were like two things that I really <laughs> pushed for. Like no matter what happened on the schedule, I was like, no, we need, like, I have to keep these two things. These are really important. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm glad that you guys really enjoyed that. And did you enjoy the lip sync battle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did. We were on opposite teams. Was it fun to compete against each other? Yeah. Yeah. Because Hunter and Dave were on a team and then I was on a team. <laughs> so I won like usual. Just kidding. <laughs> As parents, and I know Dave, you're, you're unique in the situation. Um, but what would you guys like to tell others that might be considering camp as a family um, of more than, you know, because not everybody had the opportunity to bring both mm -hmm. parents. Um, so, you know, what would you say to that? And then also just like what encouragement um, would you have for some parents that are thinking about coming to another session? Um. You know, we are really blessed that we were able to have both of us go to camp. Um, we were in the position that we could do that. But there's, I think as parents, there's so much information that just one person getting it, um, you know, it really helped to talk over things with Dave or, you know, to say like, well, did you hear this? And he's like, oh, and I heard this, or, you know, we both had different experiences that we were able to talk about, you know, when we got back to the room or when we were together. Um, I think that was super helpful just to have someone to bounce ideas off of or experience experiences off of. Um, but, you know, as far as the camp, I, Dave needed to go, but at the same time, we're a family. We're the super singers. We do it together. You know, um, I felt like it was very important for all three of us to go. And it was never really a question of one or the other. It was all, all three of us are going to go. Um, I would say, you know, if you can bring your spouse, bring your partner, um, because it is like you said earlier, the reference to the fire hose 
that's how it feels you know and we knew you know we I thought we knew not everything there was to know about lymphedema but I thought we knew a good amount and when we got there I was like I don't, I don't feel like we know anything where whereas before I felt like we knew we had a lot of information that other people didn't have and after the camp there's just so much information and so much to dig in um and the emotional aspect too you know the it doesn't seem like it's going to be emotional um but it is you know talking with different parents talking about how other people deal with lymphedema or what their children have had to deal with with lymphedema um you know, it was, it was huge just to be in the presence of other parents who had a child with lymphedema, because we do have a very great support system and family and friends, but none of them know besides Dave's mom and dad. And even then things have changed since then. So honestly, just being around other parents that have the same experience, it was, it was like, we're a family already. No, I've never met these people before. They already have something in common with me that nobody else does. As far as going to the camp and, and that, I I went in very open-minded and I kind of like oh. thought, well, at first I was like, oh, a lot of this is probably going to be a lot of just a replay of stuff I know and and that which some of it was but a great deal of it wasn't and if it's if you're able to as parents have both people there to experience it and and know that as a parent you're not alone you're not battling this by yourselves um that everyone else has the same battles that you're going through and um one person might be able to help you with something that you've been stuck on forever and get you over that little hump to to help you as a parent in that um and just the amount of information that is given to you um, one person that might go in one ear and out the other, but that other person will have some kind of relation to that information and it'll stick with them. And so the more people you have there to absorb all that information, the better off you are, you're going to be in having so many different people they're at your disposal um, to ask questions and, and get information from and and all that is just you don't get that okay. from anything uh, you're you're just pushed through offices after offices and and basically kind of told out well, good luck and you're off on your own again and uh with this camp, it's not that way. It, you know, I've sent uh, some text messages out to get information from um, people that we have met at camp and, and that kind of stuff. So through the camp, you really do gain another family. And that's the best part that I took from it and besides the information is that I can call up any of them or anyone and I know that they'll be there for me. We feel the same way. We feel like you know the Bryland's Feet Foundation family just grows with every camp we host. Um, I think Bryland feels like she just gained like 27 more siblings. Not that Brittany doesn't have enough children already. But, uh, I know Brylin, she's, you know, 
she just definitely feels like she has brothers and sisters who get her. Um, and, and this is kind of unrelated, but I wouldn't may, I went at some point to Arizona cause me and Brittany don't live in the same state and we plan everything over the phone or via zoom. And I went to help do some in-person stuff. And one of Brylan's brothers was asking, he was like, what is lymphedema camp? Why are y'all going? You know, nobody likes to go to camp. It's going to be boring. And Brylan was like, no, we're going to do zip lining and we're going to go tubing and we're going to go see a waterfall. And Tristan was like, I want to go to camp mom. And Brian was like, you don't have lymphedema. You can't come with us. <laughs> so I know that whenever she met other kids, you know, that had lymphedema, she was just really excited. And, um, we all feel like we've gained, I mean, my CLT family. I know that like I've gained great friendships, um, through the therapists that were there, um, through the parents, I feel like we've all just kind of built up a network and that's my hope for the whole thing. Um, we just want everybody to know they're not alone and to have people in their corner, you know, just like you're saying, like we just built our family up and it's going to get bigger every year. Um, and that's kind of the intention is that we'll just continue to grow and share these experiences. Um, Dave and Emily, thank you for sharing. Um, is there anything else you guys would like to say? I'm about to interrogate Janelle next. <laughs> well, it's kind of a segue to Janelle, but another thing about camp is we, it's not like we did camp, we came back and then never heard from anybody again. You know, we've been in touch with so many people, um, social media, texting, Zoom now. Um, but, you know, after we were home three nights, I think, and I asked Janelle, I'm like, can we please FaceTime you so you can tell me if I've been doing this right? And at that time, I was wrapping both Dave and Hunter, um, you know, and I FaceTimed her. She was like, yeah, of course, anytime. So we FaceTimed her during our like nightly wrapping routine. And that's that was awesome, too, because it's not we know we can reach out anytime and we have everyone there to support us with whatever we need you know Dave's reached out to Mary um you know one of the volunteers to get some phone numbers and and Janelle she's part of our family now you know that it was it was awesome to have her there in the morning and at night like she really did get to see us as a family as a unit without all, all the other without everything else. And it was nice to be able to ask her questions that we couldn't ask in the big group or didn't feel comfortable or forgot to ask. Um, and I do have to say, I don't know how you paired the CLTs, but we could not have asked for a better CLT for our family. Um, all of the CLTs were fantastic, but I, I don't know. I feel like you got into our heads somehow and like paired Janelle with us perfectly. Like you were, you were like, she's going to be perfect for this family. She's not going to be pushy. She's going to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. She's going to be flexible. Like she was amazing. I, I don't know how you did it, but you picked the perfect CLT for our family. So I don't know how you feel about this. And I don't often talk about my, uh, religious life on the podcast. Um, I, I true. And I know in my life, I'm a PTA because God put me here to do this. There's a whole like episode zero, zero. I talk about Cindy. Um, and she was really special in my life and she was literally in my life long enough to show me that I was supposed to be a PTA the day after I submitted my application to the program, I went to work and she was deceased. I found her at home. Um, so I feel like she was in my life just long enough to point me to this career. And then I went to the wrong meeting. I just wanted some free Jimmy John's and I'm a CLT now and I'm oddly passionate about it. And I just know that God like put me here in these places um, on purpose. And like, this is my purpose. Um, I think that I, I know that's exactly what happened at camp because mm -hmm. 
I could not, I could not have met these women in person and picked the, a better group of CLTs. Um, it was, it was definitely supposed to happen the way it was. Um, we had a lot of volunteer applications and I was overwhelmed at some point. I told Brittany, I was like, you have to take this down. Like so many people have responded to my last request. Like I'm overwhelmed and I don't, I don't, I can't tell all these people no. And um, some people had to back out last minute and it was just like a, you know, an always just shuffled, shuffling thing. Um, and I even switched kids and therapists. And I think the first session I switched some last minute and they were like, okay, I mean, that's fine, but I don't know why. And it just seemed to work out better. And I just think that God had a plan for like every family that was coming and for every therapist that was there, because, um, you said the exact same thing just now that Christina said about Lauren. Christina said, Lauren is now part of our family. Um, I mean, they've called her, they FaceTimed with her and I haven't met a family yet who didn't say like my CLT was so perfect for us. Janelle was perfect for you guys. Janelle was perfect for camp. What are we talking about? She was like <laughs> made for that, made for it. <laughs> So Janelle, as a CLT, were you nervous for camp? And if so, what were some of those concerns? Sure. So I was very nervous when I first thought about applying for camp. I was like, you know what? I have kids. I think I can do this. And then when I got the email that I was going to camp, I was like, oh, oh boy, this, this is going to be a challenge. I've never treated a kiddo, but let's, let's see what we can do. Uh, I was trying to look at resources online. I was watching my videos from my CLT class. I was like, this is ridiculous. You're just going to go and you're going to have an amazing time. And from the second that those kiddos, the first session, when the kiddos walked into, walked into our room, I knew that it was just going to be an amazing experience, whether I knew everything about pediatric lymphedema or absolutely nothing about pediatric lymphedema. They were so excited to just be there, be together, uh, have somebody to talk to, have somebody to reach out to. And so all my nerves kind of went right out the window the second the first group showed up. And then um, when I knew that Hunter and Dave were both coming and that they both had lymphedema, I was a little nervous. I, uh, I was like, okay, well, let, let's see what we can do. Um, I, I kind of, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, so I'm going to be treating dad and son. Like, I know this is a pediatric camp, but there's no way that I'm not going to help out Dave if he wants my help. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, I felt like I won the lottery when Dave reached out and I knew that it was coming because during our sessions, Dave would like put in some questions here and there. And, and he was kind of tiptoeing around the idea and then when it finally happened oh I was I was so excited so I was nervous but it was so worth it so worth it most of our therapists two out of the 14 that were there between the two weeks only two and then myself so that's well I take that back three of us um and, and then four including myself had had pediatric lymphedema experience um Bale, Amber, Teresa, and then me a little bit. Um, but no one else had treated any kids. Um, and so this has kind of been um, the like familiar answer is like every parent and kid are like, I was just so excited for camp. And all the therapists like, I was terrified. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do it. Um, and I know that in my um, like orientation with the CLTs, I had just kind of told them like, look, you can treat lymphedema. You are just treating the lymphedema on these kiddos. You know, you're going to look at the whole body, but in, in essence, it's just a smaller human. Like there's just a few tweaks you need to make. Um, but Jeanette, uh, Jeanette, Janelle, I'm wondering, um, after you got your hands on your first kiddo in session one, what was it like working with a kid versus an adult, which is what you're more familiar with? 
did it take you long to like make any changes or was it kind of like a, okay, this is kind of the same thing. I'm just going to keep business as usual. What was that like for you? Yeah. So very first time. So my first little girl, Ruby went in and I was like, oh, this is just a really small adult. Like I can do this. Some kids needed a little bit more. Uh, I had to think outside the box with some kids more than others about how to keep them engaged and how to um, keep them still while I was trying to get things done. Um, with Hunter, I, he, he read a book the entire time that I was treating him. He was curious about what I was doing. He was asking questions. Um, so yeah, it's, it's different. And, and I feel like when we were out doing activities, we were, we had, we were running these kids ragged from one activity to the next, to the next, to the next. And not one time did I have a kiddo say, oh, my compression is too hot or, oh, this is so uncomfortable. I can't wear my compression. I had, I didn't have that one time. That is a huge difference between the pediatric population and my adult population because they'll complain about everything and give me every excuse in the book not to wear the compression. So these kids really blew my mind in that this is just something that they had to do and all the kids around them were doing the same thing. And I don't know if that had something to do with them being like, well, well, this kid can do it so I can do it too. They're not complaining about this. So I just need to suck it up and do it myself. I'm not sure if that's what it was, but it was amazing to see that. And now going back into my clinic, I tell my adults all the time. I'm like, look, I was at camp for 10 days. We were in the hot sunshine. We were doing every activity. Nobody complained once. You need to suck it up. You can do this. So it's been uh, it's been a great motivator for some of my other patients that I that I came home to. And I think you should add that we had to walk uphill both ways, no matter where we went. Cause I think yes. that was true. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Janelle, how do you feel like you've been impacted professionally and personally um, after meeting your super singers and your other kids at camp as well? So this experience, it really, it gave me a jump start that I didn't really know that I needed. Um, it was kind of just, I was going through the motions in my clinic and doing what, what I needed to be doing. Um, but hanging out with these kiddos and these families, it, it was such a breath of fresh air. They, um, they were excited about learning. I was excited to tell them everything about lymphedema. And um, it, it just, it was an amazing experience to see what goes through from morning to night. I see my patients for an hour. I have them in, for an hour. I see them in that hour. But to see from the minute that we wake up to the minute we go to bed, like that was a huge experience and, and a huge eye opener for what my patients go through on a daily basis. And mm -hmm. how can I better educate them into troubleshooting something that might happen throughout the day. And um, just kind of looking at the whole picture and not just being present for that hour. It's definitely unique. Great Instead experience. Of like three hours a week with a patient, you got right. four uninterrupted days. Yeah. Um, for any CLT who might be considering volunteering, what would you say to them? Run? <laughs> Don't let no. them run you ragged. Run, run to <laughs> camp. Run to camp. Um, so I, I was nervous. I was excited. I was scared. Um, but th this was just a life-changing experience. Uh, I met so many wonderful people. Um, and just having the ability to be available for those four days. I had, I had parents coming up to me all the time, asking me questions about this, asking me questions about that. Uh, kiddos asking me questions about their garments and their experience. I don't know how many times uh, 
the kiddos asked, well, do you have lymphedema? <laughs> I was like, nope, I don't, but I see it every single day. And uh, it was just such an amazing experience. And now I feel that I feel like I have the ability to treat anyone. I, I had this little kiddo that I evaluated last week. My first kiddo, I saw it on my schedule and no, no hesitation, no question in my mind. It just gave me a new perspective on treating lymphedema. It was such a life-changing experience. I know there's no visuals with this, but <laughs> that really just pumps me up. I just get really excited um, every time I hear one of the CLTs say that because I remember being scared. I remember when I treated my first kid in a clinic, I remember uh, planning the first camp and I, I was one of two CLTs there. And I just kept thinking, wow, surely someone at this camp is going to look at me and be like, you don't, you're not smart enough to be doing this. Why are you here? Who are you? <laughs> um, but it's the passion, you know, I think passion can really replace years of experience sometimes. And sometimes you just need a, like a head start because there's really not that there's not an easy way into this. Um, there isn't yet a course focused on pediatric lymphedema that you or I as therapists could go take. Um, if we were interested, there's not a book you can read. There's maybe I have a podcast or two out there, but there's really not much other than just like, Hey, I'm going to throw you in here for four days and you're going to meet a family and a kid and they're yours. So learn. Um, so I just want to say thanks to the parents that you, I mean, I wasn't going to just let anybody in, but, um, you probably didn't know you were getting a therapist who hadn't treated a kid before. And that's, that's to all of our parents, you know, like, um, thanks for trusting us to follow through with what we promised. Um, because we just, we wanted to help you guys. Um, and as a therapist, I, I am so happy that we have 14 CLTs now that have treated pediatrics that are across the country that if we're asked about like say Bryland's feet foundation gets a request for garments or information on a therapist in New Mexico, I can say, I don't know how far away you live from Janelle, but if you can get a hotel room for a week or something, like go see her. Like I know people now in LA and in Houston and Ohio, like we can send them there. And that's the hope is that it just continues to grow like this. Um, do you guys have anything to say before we close out? I just want to thank you and Brittany for, um, accepting my application and giving me this opportunity. Um, oof, I'm getting all emotional. I had such an amazing time and, um, yeah, I couldn't ask for a better way to spend 10 days. I can't wait to do it for years and years and years to come. Hey, Lymphedema Podcasters. This is Brittany Williams, founder of Bryland's Feet Foundation, the first and only nonprofit specific to pediatric lymphedema in the world. If you are looking for a way to give back to the lymphedema community, why not support the youngest warriors fighting lymphedema? This August, we are hosting our annual fundraiser and it's virtual, so that means everyone can get involved. For more information, please visit brylandsfeet.org slash gala. That's B-R-Y-L-A-N-S-F-E-A-T dot org slash gala. It sounds cliche, but it really was a life-changing experience. You know, it changed our life for the better. Um, and that's really, really all I can say. It was, we learned so much. We were able to have so many resources. We have such a great support system through you through Ryland's feet and the CLTs and you know Janelle it's just it's something I knew we needed but I didn't know how to get there um and so it was all like one beautiful present wrapped up in one and given to us and you know we're we're just so thankful I don't know how else to to put it. And I don't know if we can ever like 
repay this. I don't like. I don't know. Does that make sense? I, I. It's just. It was huge. It was huge for us, and we're just we're beyond thankful. Well, we're both glad. We're glad that both of you were there with Hunter and making it a priority to learn more about um, his management and his treatment options and creating a new legacy for your family because that's you're going to change the trajectory of your family tree and for generations to come so I think that it's not it's not a small seed that was planted I think this is um, intended to be something that is supposed to be life-changing um, and and everybody has kind of you know said it's cliche and um, everybody you know who could, how could four days be so life-changing was what one of the um, campers uh, parents were saying. They were like, but it was. Um, mm -hmm. And that that's all we could have ever hoped for is that the resources and the information and the support, because um, that, that can change your life, you know, not being alone and knowing that you have people that support you and you can ask questions to. Um, that's the missing puzzle piece to what every one of you families has been going through. Um, and I'm glad that Rylan's feet and Camp Watch Me that we were able to um, provide that. Mother Teresa says, loneliness and the feeling of being unwanted is the most terrible poverty. This podcast is here for you to find friendship and a community for your journey with lymphedema. I hope you enjoyed learning more from our super singers and Janelle, a CLT from session two of Camp Watch Me. Email me with your story if you would like to share lymphedemapodcast at gmail.com or visit the website lymphedemapodcast.com to submit a topic for another episode.